What is up? Welcome to episode seven of Effective on Purpose with Jeff Welch. I am Jeff Welch, a business performance coach who helps leaders defeat distraction and overcome overwhelm so they can spend the majority of their limited time, energy, and focus on their most valuable work. And today we are talking about how you are not in charge of the weather. Before I jump in, this episode is based on the most recent edition of my weekly email called The Sunday Setup. Each week, I send a bit of inspiration to my growing list of subscribers to help them kick their week off with purpose and intentionality. I would just love to have you join us. You just go to jeffwelch.com slash Sunday Setup to subscribe. Okay, so back to the topic of the day. You are not in charge of the weather. Um, You've probably all experienced it, right? You wake up in the morning, you look out the window, the weather is suboptimal. It's raining, it's cloudy, maybe it's it's snowing in Alaska, you know, we, we, we get a fair amount of snow. Uh, and, and it's not what you were hoping it would be. And from the from the jump, your mindset is kind of like, well, I guess that's how today's gonna go. Or, or you know, like I'm already off my game because of of the way that the weather looks. Now I will tell you that I, I guess I don't know what your preferences are. For me, I love a sunny day. I love the sunshine, the birds singing, the green leaves, the grass. Like I love it. The blue sky, beautiful. I also love rainy days. I love the the sound of the rain, the smell of the rain. Uh, that like that's that's good for me too. Um, I do not like gray, cloudy days that where there's no rain, when it's just sort of like meh. Like that that that's that's the worst like weather situation for me. That and when it when it rains in like February in Alaska, when when we get like crazy freezing freezing rain, that that makes me anxious. But the weather, surprise surprise, is completely outside of my control. I, I believe it's completely outside of your control as well. If I'm not mistaken, that is the case. That the weather is something that you and I cannot change. We cannot alter. There's nothing that we can do to make it different than it is, right? And so that's a tricky thing to let control your mood. And the thing that brought this up for me is I recently returned uh, from a vacation that my family took. We all went to Southern California and we spent a week in Laguna Beach, right, like right on the beach, this resort we're at. Uh, literally the waves at night, when you would look over the balcony, uh, the waves uh, would would crash on the shore and would come up under the balconies. Like when you looked down, the waves went under you and disappeared somewhere. The water did. Um, and so it was, it was, oh, it was a great week. 
Uh, we we dipped into L.A. for some things. We dipped into San Diego for some things. We spent plenty of time on the on the freeways, uh, but we also spent some days just hanging out at the resort, just being by the pool, enjoying the sound of the waves every night. That just the waves crashing all night long. For someone from Alaska, for in, from Interior Alaska, man, the ocean, the sound of the waves—they're just it's just my jam. But we had a couple of resort days planned that turned out to be pretty cloudy. And one of those days, it finally cleared off about 4 o'clock, and Nicole and Maddie were able to go get some sun uh, in, in the late afternoon. Now, I'll tell you, I am a sun avoider to, for the most part. I like sunny days, but I kind of want to sit in the shade, especially when I travel. In Alaska, it's not so bad. But uh, I am fairly fair-skinned and tend to burn... Uh, a little bit more aggressively than anyone else in my family. And so I've had a couple experiences where my my enjoyment of the sun has been ruined by the fact that I've overdone it early in a, in, in a trip. So I am generally trying to find a shady spot to sit and read my book. Uh, I enjoy looking at the sun all around me, but I don't really want to be right in it. But uh, Maddie and Nicole, they want to be in the... They, they just want the sun all the time. And so for a couple of days... They, they were frustrated because they wanted it to be different than it was. And yet, this was a circumstance they could do nothing about. And so, instead of, and I, I, I completely understand this, right? Like, I, I, I honestly, I try not to be a coach with my family because nobody wants that, right? Nobody wants to come home and have someone say, well, what if you did this? Uh, I'm not always perfect at it, but I try to just be a person and let them just be people uh, but one of the things that really stuck out about this, that, that none of them were bad or upset, but they were going through a process of having to recalibrate, like, what do we do with today if it's not going to be sunny? We had planned on sitting out in the sun, and now that's not really a thing. And there's this reluctance to go do a different thing, because what if the sun comes out in a few minutes? And so they, they, were, they were struggling a little bit with the ability to say... The weather is not what I expected, but that doesn't mean today has to be a bust. Uh, we can make something else out of today. And so since I'm, since I'm telling a story on them, I'll tell a story on me as well. Uh, it, it, ha- it has nothing to do with the weather, but it has everything to do with something that I, I can't control. Um, I, I'm a big Yankee fan. Most of you know this. And, and, and maybe that's changing. Maybe it, maybe it means I'm not a big Yankee fan anymore. I, 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 I guess I can be okay with that. But um, I, I, I came up like high school in the 90s, and that was right around the time the Yankees were getting good. So as I kind of started paying attention to baseball, uh, we weren't very good at the beginning. And then the late 90s, we had just a crazy run. Championships in 96, 98, 99, 2000. That's right. Four championships in five years. And it was just an amazing, remarkable run. And and na- now looking back, I'm like, how was that even possible? But in the middle of it, you're like, we just win every year. It's so great to be a Yankee fan because all we do is win. Uh, so after 2000, um, it was it was a little less great, uh, and so <laughs> we won again in 2009, and that's been it. So in the span of five years, we won four times, and then the span of the last what 23 years, it's been less great. So 
I, I discovered at some point along the way, though, that when we would win, not just your day-to-day win, but these playoff games, these, these you know, quote-unquote important games, uh, I, it was great. And when we lost, I was so frustrated, and it really affected my mood. And it took me far longer than it probably should have as a grown man. Let me just, let me just repeat that. As a grown human man... Uh, to let a baseball outcome that I am not a part of, I did not play in these games, I did not manage these games, I did not create the team, I'm just paying attention to this from thousands of miles away on a TV. And the outcome of that would make me, could ruin my day, right? Could make me angry. I could remember in the early 2000s, there being a couple of playoff losses where we got knocked out of the playoffs where I went and did yard work, like angry yard work, right? Like it was like almost like I was punishing myself. I I needed to get these leaves cleaned up. And I was so frustrated that we had lost and we were out of the playoffs that uh, I I was going to go, I guess, punish myself by doing this yard work. And I discovered at some point that this is bogus. (laughs) It is bogus to allow something you have absolutely no control over to fundamentally change your, your like your mood for the day. So whether that's the weather for you, the Yankees for me, um, I think that it is important for us to examine what is happening in your world. What are some of the of the triggers, some of the circumstances, some of the things that you cannot control that fundamentally wreck your days that fundamentally change your mindset, change the way that you feel about the day and your life um, in, in, in a negative way. And, and how can you examine that and say, what part of this do I need to come to terms with? What part of this do I need to say, uh, I'm going to control the things that I can in my world and I'm going to make peace with the things that I can't? I am going to check this out because I've done it a couple times this year because this year the Yankees are not great. I am going to turn the game off when it is 11 to nothing in the fifth inning. And I'm going to turn it off and say, I'm, I'm actually watching this to enjoy myself, not to persecute myself, right? Not, not, to, not to hate watch something, right? This is a miserable game. They're playing very terribly. And I'm going to go do something else. You can call me a Fairweather fan. You can say that I'm not a real fan. That's great. I, I can live with that, right? Because uh, if being a real fan means that I have to be miserable when we're bad, then I don't want any part of that, right? And if the weather, if other circumstances that are fully beyond your control are causing you to be miserable, I would say, how do you reconcile that? How do you come to terms with the fact that this external force, this thing that is fully outside of your control, you've given it control over your mood. You've given it control over how you view your life, your circumstances, your day. Uh, I think it's just a good thing to pay attention to, right? So when you wake up tomorrow and the sun is out and you're happy, uh, I, I hope what you will also do is say, how do I carry this feeling into the gray days? How do I carry this feeling into the snowy days? How do I carry this feeling into the circumstances 
that are less than ideal because the way I react is a choice. The way you react is a choice. It is something that you choose to do, not something that just happens to you. Okay? So that's it from me. Uh, I, I hope that that rings a bell for you. I hope that challenges you in some way that, that you can say, yeah, no, I, I got one of those. I got one of those, and I need to really think about that. Uh, that's it from me. If you are a busy professional who is trying desperately to defeat distraction and overcome overwhelm so you can spend your limited time, energy, and focus on your most valuable work, I would absolutely love to have a quick conversation about how I may be able to support you as a coach. Just go to jeffwelch.com discovery to learn more and to schedule a quick chat with me. Until next time, thanks for playing along.